Welcome back, business, business casual listeners. Uh, today, I wanted to bring a very business-centered topic. Um, one of the things that I wanted to speak about today was um, a business technique, a business strategy that I'm realizing a lot of people don't know about, and it's simply called staffing. Um. I don't know why this goes overlooked in the uh, minority community uh, when it comes to building a company with relatively no upfront costs. Um, There are some like insurance and different things of that nature. uh, But as compared to starting like um, a franchise or something like that, it's relatively inexpensive to start a staffing company. So I'm going to give a couple principles of what a staffing company is run on and kind of give you some basic um, formulas to add to any type of job. Uh, The one thing I want, let's start with one. Staffing is universal, meaning any and every business on this earth nine times out of 10 needs somebody to find an employee for that company. Some companies require staffing at a much higher rate with a much higher turnover. And there's other businesses that are slower, but the salaries are much bigger. So the gains for finding a qualified employee are higher. Um, my first example, uh, I'm going to take from my own real life. And it was when I staffed housekeeping work for hotels. Um, most people aren't going to give you the, the nitty gritty, the details, the numbers as to how they're making this profit, but I am. So the first thing that I learned in staffing, and I learned this from another company, I'll leave their name out just because I don't want people knocking on their door but I learned this concept of staffing in the hotel world and what I learned was that wow I'm really good at cleaning office spaces cleaning um, you know pretty much anything like our company at that time had like 11 12 contracts and we were approached by a primary contractor that brought on a bunch of subcontractors and as a sub under this company I was given the chance to learn a lot and what I learned was that staffing was most certainly a lucrative business to be in and the one thing that was brought to my attention was that hotels Though they needed a ton of staff, like housekeepers, people to clean um, floors, people to clean the grounds, lawn keepers, this, that, and the third, um, it was not in their best interest to have all of these uh, people found by their HR. Their HR had enough problems on their own with all of their own, all of their regular staff, and so there are huge tax benefits that hotels 
can gain from contracting labor positions out. And so the primary company brought me on and I was there to find housekeepers. So I had to find about 30, maybe 40 housekeepers. And out of these 30, 40 housekeepers at any given time, they were all getting paid. I want to say, let's just use round numbers. They were getting paid 10 bucks an hour. They were working no less than 30 hours, but more more likely 40 hours a week. Um, the primary company per employee was charging the hotel like $16.50 an employee. And they were paying me $12.50 an hour for each employee that I could employ. So the primary company, basically their, their hard work was landing this, this property. Then they contracted finding the labor out to me. I contracted the labor out to individual contractors that I found on, you know, Craigslist, Hire, Monster, all these different situations. The primary company allowed me to use their background check information and different things like that to make my job easier to bring very uh, qualified employees to the hotel. So now you're thinking, okay, you got 30 employees working 40 hours. They're making 10 bucks. I'm getting $2.50 for every hour the employee works. And my main job is to make sure that if someone's fired, I have another person to put in their place and to have weekly meetings with these people to figure out where their mental space was and to find opportunities to place managers out of the necessary labor bunch and take them to management positions where they could be team leads and and different things like that. Um, And the ultimate goal was to get someone from the labor part of housekeeping to become a team lead and then to ultimately get full time hired by uh, the actual hotel. Nice little gambit we had running and the primary contractor never even really had to be on site because they had me to be on site. And I didn't even have to be on site more than maybe two days a week, something like that. And our employees were ran daily by the management of the actual hotel. What a lot of people don't realize is the startup cost for a company like this is mostly insurance, um, payroll software, uh, making sure taxes and stuff are taken out of people's checks. Um, And to be honest with you, uh, putting together um, job fairs and posting on all of these job sites and uh, hosting interviews is like the bulk of the work that you'll be doing. Fairly simple, fairly easy. And what you'll realize very quickly is that this doesn't just work at hotels. This works at um, uh, stadiums like football stadiums where people need tons and tons of workers in a short amount of time. They don't necessarily care who's cleaning their bathrooms. They just need 
people that are legal, been through background checks and that can work. And it relieves a ton of pressure off of the institution, like the hotel, the hospital, any of these places to just have contractors that do all of the work. And when they meet with you directly, they can say, hey, we need to hire another 15 people um, in X amount of time and make it happen. Then they check back in who's working, who's not working, who do we want to keep, who we don't want to keep. And it's up to you to just keep analytics and profiles on each person and, you know, divvy up a team and make sure that uh, proper analytics are being given to the hotel. You'll keep your job. Your primary contractor will be um, happy and everybody wins. Now, once you learn and have done enough of these, you can become the primary. You can go out and say, hey, I'm going to do the hard work, which is finding um, a hotel, hospital, whatever, somewhere where there's tons and tons of people that need general labor uh, for a low cost. Go to them, give them the numbers, say, hey, we we need 16 bucks an hour, 17 bucks an hour. Uh, But these people will be contracted under our company, meaning if the if the hotel says we want this person fired, that person fired, the hotel is not liable for paying unemployment because those people are contracted to you. So you are liable for unemployment if you hire these people as W-2s um, or if they're hired as 1099 contractors, then it's just contractors. So if they get let go, it's on them. Um, so with uh, W-2s, you wouldn't you wouldn't offer a uh, person a W-2 unless they're willing to move up into like a management position. Um, so the difference between W-2 and 1099 is that when you're a 1099 contractor, you're responsible for paying your own taxes. When you become a W-2 employee, the taxes are taken out. A lot of general liability employees prefer 1099 because they get the bulk of their money up front. It comes back and bites them in the tail at the end of the year if they don't have a process to pay taxes, which a lot of these people don't. And they end up owing like a couple thousand at the end of the year, like two, three thousand, something like that. But the W-2 employees, they are in an advantageous position because now they're, they're becoming... Um, an employee that's one getting their taxes taken out of their check. So they normally get money back at the end of the year and they are eligible for benefits with your company, meaning health care and dental, all these different things that come with that. So if you have a system in place that is teaching the 1099 employees that, hey, if you stick in there good enough and you become a worker that we trust and your management skills are being developed, then, hey, we can bring you up to a team lead. Once you become a team lead, you can become a W-2 employee. And then the sky's the limit. You may even land a solid position with a uh, with the primary um, hotel or hospital and you're no longer our employee, you're theirs. So it's like everybody wins in the end because we vetted these people 
for enough time for the hotel or the hospital or any of the organizations that you'll be giving staffing to. We've vetted them for enough time to where the hotel has had time to see that this person has good work ethic. The, the hotel has an analytics and reports of them working on uh, location. And if they offer them a job, it's like as if they're promoting in-house um, without having the rest of the 90 days and this, that, and the third. They can normally keep these people in a waiting period for like two and three years as contractors before they say, hey, you know what? We need another position. This person has been here for a ton of time with your company and the hotel normally works in a deal where if they want to take one of your people, they give you a bonus or something like that to bring the person on. You no longer get paid per hour that they work. And you, since you're in a staffing situation, you just find somebody to replace that old position and keep it moving. Um, this is a business model that I don't believe a lot of minorities are aware of. A lot of people who go to these job placement companies aren't realizing that uh, those are just staffing agencies. Um, they're getting paid normally for every hour you work unless it's like a nonprofit. Um, but this is uh, some of the information that I kind of wanted to share with my my listened my, my listeners and giving you guys some different type of ways to think about starting a business, especially right now in the summertime, spring, summertime, because uh, there's tons, tons of seasonal work. And these companies that get huge influxes during uh, the spring and summer, uh, those are great opportunities for staffing where your staffing company can have, you know, if, especially if it's a hotel and it's a chain, five, six of them and you employ about 30 employees at each chain. I mean, you can do the numbers on that. Like that's it's, it's, it, it can add up really, really quickly and the overhead and cost and having a manager on your team to help you facilitate these things becomes relatively uh, simple. The beginning it's a lot of stress and work on you, but the payoff in the end is tremendous. And normally once you get about 30, 40 employees hired. And it doesn't take long between two and three months if you are really, really solid and uh, working day and night to get this thing done. Once these people are placed and they are um, in those positions, they normally don't go anywhere for the majority of the high season. And what ends up happening is a lot of your income goes down once the... Um, huge rush of summer and spring is over and now we're we're, div we're uh, dipping off into fall and winter then um, you'll see a decrease in your income but hopefully if you listen to business casual you're investing that money and putting it places to uh, create other opportunities and also finding different staffing opportunities other than just hotels and where they require a lot of seasonal boost. Uh, like I said, hospitals are, are, are a great place to start because that work is all year round. Not to say that they don't get a spike in the uh, summertime, 
but it's a more consistent business model for staffing agencies because um, they're not necessarily pigeonholed to a busy season like a hotel. So I just wanted to leave you guys with that information. I thought, uh, you know, this was great. I was having a conversation with a um, a young colleague of mine uh, who um, was not aware that people were making money like that. And I just wanted to share this with my with my people. I thought it was a good topic. If you liked it, um, send us an email telling us you liked it. Thumbs this video up, whatever you can do to help us spread the word, pass it along. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to Business Casual. Uh, Jesus is Lord. Love you guys. Peace. bonus info for my for my listeners um there's also the ability to do this on a much greater scale other than just uh general labor one of the great uh opportunities that i became aware of in the staffing community is it um you can get a contract from a government agency where you know you need maybe some people to have security plus and all of these different um certifications and what happens is the government will pay you like a hundred and eighty five thousand dollar salary to employ one of these high level um uh employees for for it and what you do is you turn around and offer somebody a hundred k um salary and then the rest you pocket uh, I, I I work directly with a company who um, that's how they make all of their money. They 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 hire like somewhat between I want to say they have fifty or seventy high level IT um, employees, just fifty, fifty between like fifty and seven employees, and this company makes between. 10 and 11 million dollars a year just from 50 something employed 50 to 70 something employees and that business model is freaking amazing for people who are in the it community because it's like you know what to look for you know if this person can handle this job or not um it takes some specialized knowledge sometimes it doesn't sometimes it's as simple as maybe um having someone in the interview process that knows (laughs) Um, what the job requirements are and th- and that can simply just say, yeah, this person's good or not. You know, they, they killed the interview enough to um, be trusted to, to, to come on and be a part of this company. Um, all of the same things apply. You're not going to find anybody really in the IT community that's going to want to do a 1099. I mean, you probably will, but a lot of these folks are probably going to want to be w2 with a benefit attached to it really good benefits actually because these are high level employees they can literally work anywhere so the competition in the staffing community when it comes to it is greater but at the same time hey worth it because the payoffs immense you place you staff one person and you can make uh 50 to eighty thousand dollars from the government <laughs> you know um so it's worth it.
just wanted to drop that in there too, just for you high level thinking people who uh, did go to college or do have specialized um, knowledge in the IT world that, hey, if you know um, some great um, systems and information and maybe you can even contract yourself out to an IT company and show others that know IT how to do it themselves or start a little company and hire your friends and family and co-workers that are well-versed in IT um, and start a little business. All right. Thank you so much. Peace. Hey guys, if you're looking for an easy way to save, check out Capital, the Capital app. Um, Use my offer code that's in the description and you will get $10 the second you open your actual account. Um, Capital is a great because it's a completely online bank. It is powered by Wells Fargo, so you can trust it and you can set up all type of savings goals and have five, ten dollars a week just automatically debited to your account. Forget about it. And by the time you uh, check it, man, you might have three, four, five hundred bucks in there. Um, it's a great way to, to, to save. Um, once again, you can uh, see my link in the description of this episode and use the Capital app. Log in, sign up, get your 10 bucks today. Thank you so much. Peace.